You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal Broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you. says, when Paul and all the Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and, and greatly afraid. Amen. Amen. Got to looking at this story of, uh, we've, I guess we've, been, we've taught our kids this, or we've been taught this, I guess, uh, of David and Goliath, and it's a, it's a powerful, powerful story. Uh, and I, I'm not much of a toddler, and I don't know how to title anything much anyway, but uh, I, I, we, there was a movie, I guess, that come back. I guess it's, it was a Christian movie called Facing the Giants, and uh, we uh, we've all seen that, and that's overcoming obstacles that we can't get, we can't do in ourselves. Can you say amen? And a lot of times we 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 get the same way when when Saul was talking here, and the Bible says Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, and they were dismayed and greatly afraid. They lost courage. They become scared. They become uh, backed up, if you want to say it that way, and. And, you know, that, that suits our lives a lot because a lot of times we get that way. Can you say amen? Especially when there's something facing us or something that's out in front of us that it looks, uh, looks like we can't get around it. Can you say amen? It looks like there ain't no way uh, that we can overcome this. And no doubt we, we have a pity party and we get down and we get weary and uh, we get tired. A lot of us give up. Can you say amen? But I want to be more like little David. Can you say amen to that? And, and I read over to verse 29. I'm going to read a lot of this story, but I'm going to try to preach from it if the Lord will help me preach from it. Uh, I mean, I want to talk about going head hunting. Anybody know what head hunting is? 
And I'm not talking. I'm, I'm not talking about deer hunting now, because you're looking at me like I, like I'm like it's a deer season. And I thought it was kind of fitting when I got to reading through this some of this this week. And you'll talk about. You'll see what I'm talking about here in a minute when I get to the end of the story here. But I like what David said. He said, and David said, "What have I now done?" He said, "Is there not a cause? Is there not a reason?" I believe it. Uh, we're living in the last days. You can look, you can turn your TV set or the radio on, and there's a lot of obstacles. There's a lot of giants, if you want to say it that way. There's a lot of glass in the land today uh, that is trying its best to push us out and smother us out and make us quit and make us give up and, and go trying to scare us, if you want to say it that way. They're trying, they're trying their best to get us to just to, to stop being what we say we are. Can you say amen? The devil's a liar and the father of it. Can you say Amen. He's on his game. I'm not here to brag on him tonight because I believe there's a greater in us than he that is in this world. Can you say amen? There's a greater in every one of us here tonight that are saved and born again, have the Spirit of God applied to our lives, and I'm looking for his coming. Don't you? I, I got up this morning thinking that this could be the day, Lord. I, mean, I, I, I don't want, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you this and tell you that, but I, I, I want to look for his appearing. The Bible talks about how we need to do that. Can you say amen? But I got to reading on down there, and I like how David just volunteers himself. Can you say amen? And, all, and that, 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 again, when all the obstacles and all the odds are against, against you or to get, got you pushed back into the corner, everybody else is chickened out. If you want to go ahead and say what it is, they, was, they chickened out. If you want to say the, or to read the whole story there, what it says there. But I like what David said, and David said unto Saul, said, Let no man's heart fail thee because of him. He said, Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. Man, he's brave, wouldn't he? He was awful brave to stand up there. And when everybody else was giving up, I'm talking about a little old young fellow. And you know what? I'll read that on here in just a few minutes. My Bible calls him. It said he was a youth. And I don't know exactly how old he was. But I know one thing. The Bible, the Bible talks about how David was a man after God's own heart. Can you say amen? And I'm glad that I want to be a I want to be a Christian after God's own heart. You say, man, I want to be more Christ-like in my everyday walk of my life. I want I want His I want Him I want people to not not, not, not I know I'll never measure up to Jesus, and I'm not even saying well, but we need to strive. We do everything we can. We don't strive every day of our life to be more Christ-like. When you say that word, a Christian, that, that that's a big thing to say. That's a big statement to say if you want to say it that way. But but I, I want to strive to be. I want to be more like David. I want to volunteer to fight the good fight of faith. Can you say amen? How many knows that faith is a substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things that's not seen? Can you say amen? Uh, and I don't know what was going on in little David's life here, and I don't know what was going on, but I know there was a giant standing over there, and uh, uh, there was a little rusky. Uh, the Bible talks about there in one place, he was a Rudy with fair continence. He was said over there, just a, a young youth of a feller, somebody that, that was fixing to take on the best of the best, the mightiest warrior, the mightiest man, the, a giant of a man, a man that probably never lost a battle before, and uh, everybody, else, everybody else had run, and uh, and hit if you want to say it that way but little old David the little old man after God's own heart and was willing to stand up in the last days and fight for the right thing and I'm asking you tonight uh, there's a reason to fight tonight there's a reason to stand up in these last days uh, I know Christians ain't popular anymore you say I mean, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't popular coming to church on Sunday and you can see that but what happened there in Texas and, and I don't know the whole story on that and I do pray for those people dearly with my heart today to, of what they're going through and the tragedy they're going through they was they was in there like what we're doing right here tonight in here singing uh, and praying and preaching my 
minding our own business. We ain't out here uh, trying to tell this and do that and doing that way. We're just in the house of God, uh, uplifting His name. And uh, and Bible said, but we need to uplift Him more in spirit and truth. They wasn't bothering anybody, uh, but they was out there trying to hold up the banner of God, hold up the uh, the good way of the, the the good Lord. Just a little small town like us. And uh, I think they was. I think we need to be more like a servant. We need to be somebody like David. And the Bible goes on to say there uh, in verse thirty three and says Saul said to David, uh, he said, you're not able to do. You're not able to go against this Philistine. How many's ever had somebody whisper that in your ear and tell you you're not good enough, you're not qualified, you ain't, you ain't done this yet, you ain't done that yet? David didn't look at the circumstances. He just knew that the God that he prayed to and the God that he served was going to see him go past this mountain that was standing in front of him, if you want to call him a mountain. Can you say, man? But I got the Bible says you can take the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, which ain't much. And what that kind of reminded me a little David, he wasn't much, honey, but he had the faith of a grain of a mustard seed. And the Bible says that you can speak to that mountain. That mountain has got to go. You say, man, well, I'm saying tonight, sometimes we have to get down. We get weak, don't we? We get hard, don't we? We get, we get, we get afraid. We get, we get dismayed, if you want to say it that way. But I want to be more like this little David right here. The devil, the Saul come against him and told him, he said, you can't, you can't win. You can't beat this Philistine. You're nothing but a youth. And he went on to tell him a story like what David told him there. He told Saul, he said, once he was a lion and they was a bear and that lamb and they said they came along and took a, and took a lamb out of the flock and said I went after him and said I delivered this I delivered him out of his mouth and he rose again and he caught me and I caught him by the beard and he smote me and I slew him the servant slew the lion and the bear and the uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them can you say amen to that in verse 37 and David said he said the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear and he will deliver me out of this Philistine. Can you say amen to that? And all of a sudden he started telling that and I guess Saul looked at him and said, brother, whatever you think you can do, if you can whip a bear, if you can whip a lion, I, just, I guess I'll just let you try this uh, This Philistine that's standing out there. He said, there ain't nobody else to go. Everybody else is chickened out. Everybody else is sitting over shaking and shivering. Everybody else is wanting to quit it and go to the house, but there must be a cause. There must be a reason to stand up in these last days to fight against the enemy of the devil. That's a roaring lion seeking whom they made of air. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of so-called Christians has chickened out. If you want to say it that way, they've run and took tail and hid. They've laid up their Bibles. They've laid up their songbooks. They've laid up coming to church. They don't go to church anymore. They don't pray anymore. They don't fast and seek after the face of the Lord anymore. I come to tell you tonight, there is a cause. There is a reason. I'm talking about going headhunting tonight. I'll get to that here in just a minute. If the Lord will help me. All of a sudden, he seen that he seen that little David wasn't going to take no for an answer. He seen that you weren't going to talk him out of it. He was going out there on that battlefield. I mean, those days a battlefield outside that door. These mountains and these giants outside that door out there tonight. It's trying its best to knock you off of your path. It's trying to throw something out in front of you today. They're trying to make you a hindrance. They're trying to get you to slow down. Trying to get you to quit. Trying to get you to wave the white flag and said, "I've had enough." I ain't going any further. I can't get around it. I can't get around it. I can't get through it. I mean, knows with the help of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you can face anything. It says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Can you say amen to that? I believe that with everything down. I believe there's a greater down inside of us the same way that David did. I believe there's a greater down inside of us to those that believe. I mean, knows that all things are possible to those that what believe. Have I got any believers in the house tonight?
tonight. I believe everybody in here is a believer in some way, shape, form, or fashion. You know what? I know the giant is looking at you. He's taunting you. He's telling you. He's doing this to you. He's doing that to you. I come to tell you, it's time to turn off the devil and start listening more than what the Lord is telling you today. He's telling you to go out and fight the good fight of faith. There is a cause. There is a reason to stand up in these last days. Yes, it's perilous times. It's almost going home time, honey. It's no time to turn back. It's no time to quit. It's time to lay hold of that plow and dig in. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. And sure, don't look back because it says those that look back, you ain't even fit for the kingdom of heaven. But I come to tell you, it's time we grab hold of the gospel plow and plow on. No. Saul come to David and he come to him with his armor. Bible says he put a helmet of brass on his head and he armed him with a coat of mail. And David said, I don't need all that stuff. I'm just saying it in my own words. I don't need all this, this war stuff. I'm just a little guy that watches after the sheep or something like that. I ain't a nobody. I ain't a gladiator. I ain't done this and I ain't done that. Bible says, I ain't even proved myself. He want to say it that way. And on down there in verse 40, the Bible says he went back, said he took his staff with his hand and he chose him five smooth stones in the brook. Little do we know we'll find out you're in this minute he just needed one. I guess he had backup. I don't know. A lot of times that's what we go to. Amen. If this don't work, I want to have a backup plan. You say, man, I'm glad God hits it when the first mark gets you. I'm glad I'm glad the Holy Ghost led that rock right to where it needed to be on Goliath. It hit him in the very spot that it needed to be hit in. You say, man, it took him five smooth stones down at the brook. And they went out there to the battle. And Philistine looked about and he saw David. He was dismayed. He said, you're nothing but a youth. You're ready. You're a fire continents. And the Philistines said unto David, he said, am I a dog that thou comest to me with the staves? And the Philistines cursed David by his gods. And the Philistines said to David, he said, come to me and I will give thy flesh to the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. And the verse 45 says, and David said to the Philistine, he said, thou comest to me with a spirit, with a sword and a spear. But I, somebody say I, come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus in the name of the host of the God of the armies of Israel of whom thou hast divided. And look what David said. He said, this day thou will lead, though thou will lead the Lord will lead me through the hand and I will smite thee and take thy head and fence and I will take your carcass of the host of the Philistines and of the fowls of the air and the wild beasts of the field. I come to tell you, it's time we look the devil straight in the eye and started telling them something instead of letting us tell them something. The world tries to push us down and tells us we ain't no good. Ain't no just praying. Ain't no sense fasting. Ain't no sense being committed. Ain't no sense living that way. Ain't no sense separating yourself this way and that way. Just live any way you want. Everybody's going to heaven. That's where they're wrong, honey. Everybody ain't going to heaven. That all right? Everybody that says, Lord, Lord, ain't going to heaven. The Bible tells us that. It's a straight and narrow way and few is going to find it. I know we go down to funeral homes up here and up there and we try to preach everybody in. Come on. I do a lot of them. I'll not tell nobody. 
If we only had hope in this world, we'd be a man most of my hope ain't in this world. My, when you get above somebody, I don't want to preach them to a place that I don't know where they're at. You say, man, it ain't me to judge them. It ain't me to put them in and take them out. I'm glad of that. I don't have God off on this. But I'm going to tell you, you've got to leave a testimony. You've got to leave something where you have accepted, where you believed on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And whosoever believe with him shall be saved. You've got to leave some kind of testimony. You've got to leave some kind of light, some kind of witness that you've had an experience of knowing Jesus Christ as your Savior before you could ever call heaven your home. Just because you went to church or not don't mean you're saved. Just because you went to church when you was five and got baptized and got on the enrollment list don't mean you're saved. Is that all right? It tells me plainly that they that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Is that all right preaching? What is the end? When that last breath leaves your body, you must have a relationship with Jesus Christ in your life to hear those words, enter in thou good and faithful servant, I'll make you ruler over a few men. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. I'll get it right in a minute. Everybody ain't going, honey. Everybody that prophesies ain't going. Come on now. Everybody that speaks in tongues ain't going. Come on. Everybody in the holiness church ain't going. I'm going to get a little deeper. Everybody in the Baptist church ain't going either. Just because you shook the preacher's hand 25 years ago, that don't mean you're fine, honey. How you living today? How's your life today? Are you praying and fasting and seeking after the face of the Lord? Are you living like the devil and living like the world and the things of this world? I come to tell you, we can't be among the world. We've got to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Old things have passed away and all things must become new. Shooter, we got to have him. It's going to mean everything in the end, you know what? It's going to mean everything to know him, you know? It's going to mean everything, every heartache, every trial, every trouble, everything we had to go through, everything we had to face, every giant we had to go around, every giant, every mountain that we had to tell them to move in the name of Jesus. Yes, it gets hard down here sometimes. I know it says that those that live godly in this world, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be made fun of. They're going to throw rocks at you and tell you this and tell you that. They're going to make fun of you and call you names. Let them call me what they want to call me. I know Jesus said I am the way, the truth and the life tonight. He said he's the same yesterday, today and forever. He changes not. The world tries to change. You know what they try to change him but he's still a holy God. He's still pure. He's still true. He still believes in a good clean way. He's still coming after a church without spot, without wrinkle and without blemish. And if you ain't part of that born again church honey, you won't make it. Not in myself. My righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. I'm filthy. I'm not, I'm not, 
I ain't good for much or nothing. I just get up here and spit and slobber and try to point people to Calvary. To try to tell them that they must have a relationship like the little brother led. They must believe in their heart and confess with their mouth and they shall be saved. You've got to have that relationship in your life. You've got to have a place. You've got to have a time. You've got to have a place that you can take the devil to when he tries to tell you you're not saved and you know you had an experience with God. You know he spoke to your heart's door. Whether be by your bed or on an altar at church or out in the woods somewhere or driving down the road you know that you got a touch from heaven and he came down and tugged upon your heart's door and you accepted that and you repented of your sins and you forsake that old, old lifestyle and you come to the new side oh, where was I at I don't know how I got off on that I just thought I'd tell somebody that anyway I'm going back to head hunting. You say, man. <laughs> he said, I'll give your carcass to one of the... <laughs> I'll give the I'll give the carcass of this Philistine. This is David talking. This day into the fowls of the air and the wild beast. He come right back at him with basically the same thing that he said. And I'm glad it don't take a spirit and a, and a sword to fight the battle. He come with him with a slingshot and five little bitty smooth stones. He probably didn't look good. I'm not much. I'm not a betting man. I don't believe in gambling. He say, man. But I'd say the odds were stacked highly against David. Wouldn't you? I'd hate to have been putting any money down on him thinking he's fixing to win this fight or this boxing match or this battle that was going on but little did they know the man that was behind him honey the man behind the scenes the one we couldn't see the God of God the one the one that sent his son his only begotten son down here to this world and all he said was to believe on him and you can be saved just to trust him he sent the best he had he sent his only begotten son down here to this world to this rotten, cruel, and stinking world that we're living in today. He sent them down here. He sent them for the glass. He sent them for the, for, the, for, the, for the bad things of this world. That whosoever just turn to him, you can be saved. Stop letting the enemy talk you out of things. Stop letting... Can't shouldn't even be in our dictionary as a Christian. Can't never could do nothing. Amen. Can't won't work. Say, I can. I can say it. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. You say, man. I can overcome. I can win. I can get back up. I can get back up. I can get back up. Come on now. I can rise again. I can be somebody again. I can sing again. I can shout again. I can run again. I can have victory again. I can speak in tongues again. I can have the baptism again. I can be healed again. I can be saved. I can be delivered. I can be set free. Don't let the devil cheat you out of what God has promised you. Say it in a mean voice, didn't I? I'm still headhunting. I ain't going to get to my point, but that'd be all right anyway. The Bible says it came down when the Philistine arose. He drew nigh to meet David. The battle's about to happen, boys. <laughs> There's a battle right now over some people's souls right now, whether you know that or not. The devil is trying its best 
to pull and tug at some of your people trying to feed them a lie tell them they can't do this and they can't do that and they can't do anything without the Lord help there's a battle there it's like a tug of war it's like they'll pull them one way and the Lord will pull them back here give them a little bit of mercy give them a little bit of grace give them a little another day to make it on there's a battle going on right now for the souls of this world that's standing out there of good and evil you say man I want to choose the right side don't you I mean those we can't serve two masters we'll either serve one or we'll either hate the other we got to choose this day and whom that we're going to serve here today we got to choose this night that I'm no longer walking with the devil the change of this world and the sin and the bondage of this world is coming off of me and I'm coming to Calvary the best way that I know how and fall on my face and ask him to save me David ran hast not to meet David and David hasten and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. I like what he said. He ran toward it. Ran. If that had been me, you know what I'm talking about. I get scared. I said, preacher, you're not, you're not preaching that way. I guess I'm good at hiding it sometimes. Because my faith ain't always where it needs to be. And you ain't either. Come on. I'm talking now. I ain't always shouting. Like I said, I think I talked about this Wednesday night. I'm more bolder right here behind this pulpit than I am out there about that door. Truth be known, you probably are too. Come on, we can say anything in here and about get by with it. You know, I, mean, I mean, spiritually, that's what I'm trying to say. I can get up here and I can preach. I can holler, I can go on about this and go on about that. And I get out there sometimes and there's a giant comes right in front of me. Come on. There's something gets in front of me. An obstacle gets in front of me. And I know what to do. Come on now. We know what to do. We know what to say, but we don't always do it. You say, man, I'm not quick to run to the fight every time. You say, man, that's what David was doing right here. He wasn't quick to, he was quick to run to the fight. I want to be more like David, don't you? I don't want to, they can call me small. They can call me, the odds can be against me. Everything can be, I can be backed into a corner. I cannot know which way to go, which way to turn. But I want to run and fight the devil head on. I want to, I want to rush up his party. I want to take somebody and he's got wrapped around his fingers and pull them out and pull them out and show them that there's a Calvary there's a Jesus that loves them and cares for them and wants to heal them and save them and deliver them and set them free David put his hand down in his bag one of old smooth stones I believe it had the Holy Ghost all over it. Is that all right? Oh, you know this, but that's all right. I believe God was all over it. Amen. Had to be. <laughs> He took his sling out. He took a smooth stone out and he slang it. And he smote the Philistine right in the forehead. And that stone stuck into the Philistine and he fell upon his face to the earth. Everybody else said run. 
Everybody else will give up, but I come to tell you, church, we don't need to run anymore. There is a cause. There is a reason. Yes, there's giants out there. Yes, there's obstacles out there. Yes, there's things out there that I don't see how it's possible to get around. But I come to tell you, we got to be more like little David and stop listening to the world and the complaining and the murmuring of things in this world and just believe God in His Word and take it and go with it. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Not five, he said a stone. And he smote the Philistine and he slew him, but there was, a, but there was no sword for David for the hand of David. Remember, I'm going headhunting. So this giant of a thing is laying there. And I got to reading that today. How many goes head hunting when you go deer hunting? Shake your head, yes. You might as well say yes. I believe David seen that thing laying there, that big giant of a thing. That big, I don't know what it looked like. He's big. Bigger than any buck we could kill. Amen. He didn't have a sword. I believe he wanted to mount him. Went and got Goliath's sword. Cut his head off. I'm getting gross, I know that. I'm still in the Bible. Oh, what a trophy. You know what I think a lot of things about what I'm saying right here? I think a lot of times we've took our stones we took our slings and we've got the giant out of the way and he's laying there. But a lot of times we need to finish him off. Yeah, he was dead. I believe he was dead. But I believe we need to take We need to get ready. We're headhunting now. Come on now. We need to go ahead and finish it off. You say, man. We don't let to let the giants rise back up in our life. Can you say, man, uh, we need to make sure it's dead. Can you say, man, uh, we need to make sure there's, uh, there's no breath coming out. Uh, or whatever You can fill in the blank. You've got a giant or whatever it is uh, that's going on in your life. Uh, you fill in whatever your battle is or whatever your obstacle is or whatever tries to press you down uh, or tries to discourage you. Uh, that is your giant, whether you know that or not. Uh, that's something that's hindered you uh, with your walk with the Lord. Uh, that's something that gets between you. Uh, you fill in the blank and tell her what it is. Uh, but I'm saying tonight, uh, once you kind of get that out of your way. Go to the altar and take it and cut the head off of it and leave it there. You're dead devil. You're not going to bring up drugs on me. You're not going to bring up alcohol on me. You're not going to bring up this on me and that on me. I'm going to stop it right here. I'm going to